welcome to Everything in the Gym podcast. This is an interview episode. Like that's the start of the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to Everything in the Gym. This is Shelby, and we are on episode number one. I have a super special guest for you guys today. I would not be doing this without this person. Yeah. So welcoming you, Dio. It's your boy, Dio. You don't see me, but I'm flexing, I promise. <laughs> What do other people call you? Christian. Rather than good. So why do you have three names? I don't know. My parents are weird. They, they gave me three names. They liked Dio Shell because it was my aunt's name. Christian, or it's pronounced Christian because it's got two ways. Oh. They like that. And then, of course, living good because of the last name. Yeah. Which I like the last name. That's a good name. And last my first name started finally growing on me, especially when people call me Dio. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. I only know you as Dio. It's, funny. it's so funny whenever ever other people fight over my name, like what they call me. Some people know me as Dio, some people know me as Christian, some people know me as Diesel, some people know me as Living Good. So when someone comes looking for Christian, when everyone knows me as Dio, they're like, no, Christian's here. And I'm like, no, there's no Christian here. Like, he's got a man bun. Oh, Dio. And I'm like, they're like, what? It's, it's so funny. It is so funny. Off topic real quick, you should start playing different personalities with each name. <laughs> I, well, I already do enough personality. I don't know what personality I'd give Dio, Christian, and Linigo. I feel like it'd be kind of hard to pick because they're, they're really all the same person. Yeah. If I had a different name, maybe. maybe. It was like a very out there name. Yeah. For sure. Well, how old are you? Oh. We're going to talk about my age. We are. Okay. I'm recently just turned 25, so I'm five years away from 30, which is awesome. It's cool. Yeah. My fiance likes to remind me of that, so we're yeah. winning in life, you know. Hey, I'm older than you are, so. That's not bad. <laughs> it's just I feel older because I'm aching everywhere. I was going to ask that. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's trouble. It is absolute trouble. I have aches and pains in my shoulder. My low back is actually currently hurting. Um, I've had issues with my knee, and sometimes I get a crick in my neck. That's normally oh, not all the yeah. time, but it's mainly the low back kind of thing. The crick in the neck kind of solidifies that. <laughs> right? Is that like a rite of passage when you turn 25? Like, oh, you're 25. Guess what? You get a crick in the neck every night. I didn't get my first one until like a few months ago, and I was like, oh my god. Oh like, no. <laughs> it's starting. It's starting to settle in. Anyway, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to tell you guys how I know this person. I started going to a gym two years ago, and there was a goofy kid that worked behind the desk. That was me. I was a goofy kid. And I knew I wanted to be friends with this person. He just didn't know it. And so I pestered him, and I pestered him. I made him protein muffins. Oh, those were so good. <laughs> those were delicious. I kept talking to him, and then I started inviting him places with me and my husband. And not like that, though. Friend groups. <laughs> <laughs> I said that and I was like, oh. So, wait a second. 
<laughs> anyway, here we are now, two years later. It's crazy. I uh, it's crazy. In two years. Uh, yeah, November of twenty one. Three. November of twenty one. That is crazy. So you've been here for like the entire journey. Jeez, I have been. Yeah, from, been from start to finish. My fitness journey. Yeah, from the very beginning. But you've come on. You've definitely come a long way from that. Oh yeah. Like it's insane to see all the new uh, things that you've explored and yeah. done since your be the beginning of your journey. Yeah like stickers and now this and group fit, group fit. recording workouts yeah like all sorts of stuff wild it's, inc it's insane yeah but you've played a big part in that i oh, hope you know you. that thank you Appreciate i hope you that. know that you're a lot of inspiration it's more like um <laughs> not necessarily peer pressure but i see that I, I feel like i always see the ambition that someone has i'm like you should do this. You should pursue it. Or even if you yeah. even hint at something you're wanting to do, I'm like, okay, you've told me. Now what are you going to do about it? Yeah. It's like, where's the action? You know what I mean? It's like, don't just say you're going to do it. Just do it. Yeah. Like, because once you start, it's just a snowball effect. It just, the blessings keep on coming. Yeah. And even if that doesn't work out, well, you have the skills to make something else. And you know, you have the determination to actually pursue something. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. All right. So what do you do? What is your profession? I do a little bit of a lot. You know, um, what I do is I am a personal trainer. I do both in person and online, which my online business was what something that I had stated that I wanted to do. And then I finally pursued that. It took literally like how with you starting your podcast, mm -hmm. just simply one little tap on the shoulder. Like, hey, you're going to do it. For me, it was um, just having one person email me, like, hey, do you do online training? And I was like, okay, if now it's become serious. Now it's become real that I actually have that ability to do it. So I was like, I need to start doing that. Yeah. So I do that. I do TikTok. I mainly just post funny videos and try to post informational stuff. I just like the goofy side because that's just who I am. Yeah, that's you. The information part is kind of the hard thing because I want to make sure I teach the right stuff. I don't want to put out false information because there's a lot of information out there. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, that's kind of it. I'm, I'm always down to do pretty much whatever it takes to do, but those are what I do. Train, train and make funny videos. Yeah. And now being a part of podcasts. <laughs> I am going to steal you as often as I can for this. <laughs> um, we're going to have to sign a waiver that, um, you know, of course, there's a certain hours allotted in the weekend. And yeah, we, we, can, we can make that work. We have to get in touch with my manager. Okay, I will. Hey, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pause there. <laughs>
Oh, all right. So what was your life like before health and fitness, before you really got deep into it? Before I really got into training, being a trainer, the fitness field, the fitness industry, all that, I really didn't have any huge prospects for myself. I really was, I was in high school. Um, this was kind of the earliest that I was when I actually started getting into fitness, all because my doctor said I need to lose weight. Um, I was like 180, pushing 185 or 190 at my age. He was saying that you're kind of hefty for your age. And How not, tall are you? I'm 5'10 right now. Back then I was probably like five, I think 5'9", five maybe, maybe 5'8". And I was like 15, 16. But whatever it was, he was like, for your age and height, your BMI is kind of high. You need to kind of cut back on weight. And so that's when I, my first like inclination to actually start doing fitness stuff started. I, no one encouraged me. Even in high school, I didn't care for sports. I hated doing sports. I wasn't competitive. wasn't my thing. I was all about the team building. I was like, if we work as a team, cool, great. If we win, awesome. Let's celebrate the fact that those teams played really good. Mm-hmm. If we lose, whatever, chalk it up, do it the next game, whatever. But because of the, the way and the school I was at, the coaches weren't really like that. The team, the teammates weren't like that. And so it kind of pushed me away from doing sports. I wasn't at all involved in sports. After my sophomore year, I stopped doing sports. I just did free periods and stuff like that in school and just kind of chilled and just did whatever I wanted to. But I wasn't at all into fitness. I didn't care for working out. Like I said, I didn't care for sports. So when we did anything physical, I was like, I hate this. This is the worst. I don't like this. Why are you whistling at me? Stop yelling at me to do burpees because these suck. They're the worst. They're effective, but they're the worst. But because of that, um, fitness was really hard for me to actually get into. And so I kind of just did my own thing. I just played video games. I just went home, snacked, ate really, really bad. I have, I'm one of the pickiest eaters you will ever meet. And you know this. Because chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets <laughs> is my diet. I've gotten past that now. Like I haven't had we'll chicken nuggets on a daily basis anymore, which is nice. I eat burgers <laughs> now and pizza and french fries and steak and other healthier foods that are better than that. Yeah, I got healthy probably not the best, but that's not the point, you know? Um, but I didn't care for it. And so for me, it was just, when I look back, I look at how lazy I was and how there wasn't really much of a future for myself. I didn't see myself doing anything big. I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to um, draw. Like I was really big in art. I was really big into just drawing because I loved how animation looked. I loved how the fight scenes looked in anime. I loved just the way that you can portray your view of the world or even your own creation of the world on a big screen or create a story around it. Like I just love the essence of it. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. But I wasn't that creative at all. I wanted to be a video game designer at one point because I was, I was passionate about mm-hmm. video games. I felt pretty good about, I could probably develop a video game. No, I cannot because that's a lot of coding. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Now, could I storyboard for a video game? Maybe. Mm-hmm. That I could probably do because I could come up with some wild stuff. But that was where I was at yeah. before. And it wasn't until the doctor told me to start losing weight that I actually started doing something about it. I would go home. Right when I get off the bus, I go straight upstairs, start doing a workout online. I just look up a YouTube video and do a five-minute workout every single day. And I got into that habit, that routine of consistently making that the first thing I do when I get home. And I even started, like, looking into supplements, looking into what do I need to do to build muscle and actually take care of myself and lose the weight. But I did do the wrong path when it came to 
my weight loss journey. And as far as that, I starved myself. I didn't eat. I would only do like snacks here and there. And I would snack a lot, but I wouldn't eat any nutritional foods. And for anyone that's out there that doesn't eat or you have kids that don't eat, I really encourage you to try to help them eat. Don't just be like anyone else who says, oh, no, that's fine. We'll just feed them whatever. You need to get your kids to eat because the growth that they'll have is very much important for them to eat. If they don't eat right, they're not going to grow. They're actually going to get stumped. I could have been six foot four. That was my potential if I had eaten right. That's wild. That's a whole, like, that's a whole different level. Six foot is still different from five foot. Yeah, that's wild. And I'm like, that's why I'm so big about making sure people eat because you don't, it can really severely mess up the way your future can go. And some people, it's fine. Like, they make the the most of it. They don't even know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until, like, last year that I could have been six foot. I was like, awesome. I need to start on the NBA basketball star, even though I don't like sports. But I could have. Could have been good at it, you never know. Yeah. But all that aside, um, I learned that eating is important, and it took me a while to kind of get break free of that, um, what I guess, like psychological backlash that I had growing up because no one really tried to force me to eat. My parents didn't really try to force it on me. They tried at one point, but then my doctor said, you just need to get him to eat something. So chicken nuggets from McDonald's every single day was what I ate, and so that's what I got used to. And I was pretty spoiled, so I grew into that habit mm-hmm. of eating Chick-fil-A or Sonic, McDonald's, Wendy's every single day, like all the time. And thank God I don't have any serious issues right now, but that doesn't mean it's the same for everyone. Yeah. Um, so once I got kind of through that phase, um, I started eating more, started cooking my own meals and stuff like that. And it wasn't until two to three years ago that I actually started eating more. Like, I didn't try to eat at all. But because of the people that I surrounded myself with, they've opened up and also welcomed me into the eating world where I can feel more comfortable doing mm-hmm. that. I had a lot of people that were around me that made me feel insecure about the fact that I'm a picky eater. And so it deterred me away more. Like, what if I don't like that food? Or then I'm like, I have to eat it because they served it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I also don't want to lie to myself because that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lie to them and say, yeah, I like the food when I absolutely hated it. Because then they're going to think it's okay to feed me that every single time or if I say I really loved it they're gonna be oh that's his favorite food now we're gonna make him lasagna every day and I'm like I hate lasagna I don't want it what if it's made with chicken nuggets then? maybe well then we'll talk <laughs> maybe if it's a, a chicken nugget lasagna we'll talk <laughs> maybe then is that a thing? I don't know I was just thinking about it yeah but it, it just goes to show too that if you surround yourself with the right people they're gonna help push you to be the best person you can be Mm -hmm. They're going to help guide you and help lead you, but you really have to pick the right people. Because just like in any mental health book or any um, self-development book that you read, they're going to say that the five people that's closest to you are the people whose traits you're going to pick up. And if you surround yourself by people that are slobs, that drink all the time, that go party and do drugs or don't take care of themselves, that's what you're going to end up doing in your life because it's what you're around all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to be very protective over what you allow in your life or else it's going to rule you. And you don't want that. 
And so the people that I surround myself with, my fiance, her family was a huge blessing for me because they opened the door for me to start eating more when my parents and other people around couldn't get that door to open. Mm -hmm. It was simply because they didn't look at me as someone who can't eat. They just looked at me as someone who's very specific about what he eats. And they welcomed that. They, they would get extra food specific for me to make or specific for me that they would cook. And I was like, they actually really care more on a deeper level than worrying about the fact that I don't eat. And so it let me actually be able to eat. And I actually ate one. Like mm -hmm. I've eaten so many different foods. My favorite meat is riblets and sirloin. Never would have thought I would have eaten that. But mm -hmm. I go anywhere I go, if they have it, I get it. And each time I like pork chops, um, other steak, um, all sorts of different stuff. But mm -hmm. now it's all because of the people that I've been around. As well as like with you, like you have also helped me grow in other ways where it's like mm. my social media. Don't make me cry. <laughs> Don't cry. Just put tears back in there. But like, you've really kind of helped me because you were always bringing positive energy into the gym. You were always um, being super supportive and always kind of like highlighting the fact that like, hey, I can see that you can do this. I know mm. that you can do it. Why aren't you doing it? Or when are you going to start doing this? Like, oh, here's an idea that you could do. How about you do this? And that support is also what kind of helped me get better with my social media and actually commit to it to where now I have a following. I have an interesting following. <laughs> but I have a following. And I have people that I've met through TikTok, through Instagram, um, all that stuff. It's really been really cool and has helped kind of shape the direction that I've been going in. And like for those that just are trying to start out the easiest thing to do is just to start wing it you'll figure it out on your own you're never going to get anything perfect off the bat so why bother it's like if the first post you do doesn't do good you should see my first post it's still on there mine is so cringy so mine is so cringy <laughs> the cringy part is so good though. it is so it's just gross like, wow look i used to record on my water bottle on the floor yeah. now i have a tripod that's all the way above my head and yeah like, yeah that's a that's an upgrade yeah a huge upgrade yeah but yeah did that kind of answer your question <laughs> i feel see i rambled i definitely hey, rambled. that's okay though good good quality uh, communication uh we are going to break and i'll be right back okay <laughs> you are gonna make that sound right no <laughs> And we are back. So we are going to hop into, when did you know that fitness was the one? The one for me? The one for you. When did you say, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm going for it. Dang, okay. I hate how saying so many years does make me feel more old. <laughs> say but it. I would say roughly six to seven years ago. Cause my whole fitness journey started six, to seven years ago mm -hmm. now when i first really got i realized this this was something big for me was six years ago this was when i was in college my freshman year of college 2017 and i originally went for psychology because mental health for me was a big thing because i wouldn't necessarily say i was clinically depressed but i felt depressed i felt really low in high school i didn't feel really connected to anyone and i felt very alone because i'm an isolator it's something that i'm used to and i'm still used to it like i can easily handle weeks at a time being at home by myself 
except for a few occasions. There are times I do need at least one interaction and I'll be good. But that's kind of where I was at during that time. And so it inspired me to want to help other people deal with that, those emotions, because I know how hard it is to not have someone that can, you can reach out to that will accept and also reciprocate the, the sympathy that they need to get out of that rut. And because of that, I went for psychology. I realized how harsh psychology was. And I realized it's not really probably for me. Like the, the science behind it was really hard to understand. It was not my, my thing. School is kind of hard for me, but it's because I'm not, I'm a physical learner. I'm not a, I'm a, I can't just read a book and understand it. Some now I can, but before I just couldn't. So I did psychology. When I was working out, my best friend from high school, Robert, he is the one who actually got me into working out. I already was working out prior because of the weight loss, mm -hmm. because of my doctor, but he got me into the actual gym. I still have the first picture that I had when we first went into the gym in the summer. We went to my old school in the high school gym. We worked out. From then on, me and him were workout buddies for life. Me and him worked out every single day. We would always go to the gym. We would go to ASU and I would check him in. We'd work out. And the more and more I worked out, we did this whole thing on our Snapchat store where it was like day, day number 38 or day number 90. Like we did that every single time we went to the gym, we posted it. Yeah. And so because it became a trend, people saw that we were working out all the time. So people saw that how committed we were. After like 30 days, it became my thing. And I realized I don't want to do the psychology thing. I want to be a trainer because after that first semester, I realized I'm like, I'm not cut out to be a, a psychologist. Maybe now because I have, I've developed my mind a lot more, but back then I was like, I want to be a trainer. I want to help people on the physical side because the weight training for me helped my mental health. It helped me get out of my rep because I, I made friendships. I was surprising myself with my commitment level, my discipline and what I was willing to sacrifice in order to reach my goals, as well as what I was willing to sacrifice in lieu of the gym. Like, putting off the gym to go hang out with friends and stuff like there was a good balance between it, but it helped me realize training people is what I want to do because I want to help people get in shape and also feel confident with themselves as I have. And so I switched my major, went from psychology to kinesiology, and then I graduated with it. And so that moment was when I was like, this is for sure my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, there, there's no doubt in my mind. That this is what I'm called to do because I had people asking me like, can you write me a workout program? Which Let's just say my workout programs from back then were horrible. Yeah. They are crazy. I'm like, that's like bodybuilder style workouts that shouldn't be around. But yeah. It is what it is. I learned from that. But that's kind of what I, I realized was like, that's what I want to do. And that's what I've been doing. And it made it happen. Yeah. You've grown. Oh, a, yeah. lot. a lot. A lot. A lot. Just in the two years that I've known you, like your growth has been I would crazy. Say, yeah. The last two years have been the most... Yeah. I'm glad I've gotten to watch. I'm so glad. <laughs> Were you watching all the time? Oh, yes. All the eyes. You're stalking me. <laughs> so, how many days a week do you work out? How many? Yeah, how many days? Yeah, that was right. How many days a week do you work out? It varies. I go intuitively because where I'm at, I'm not really focused on a specific goal. I'm just focused on maintaining. So I train for fun rather than training for a goal. So I go in anywhere from four to six times a week. Right now, it's been four to five times a week because if I am too tired or my body is too um, exhausted, I take a day off and I take extra if needed. Um, I don't work out on Sundays. 
I work out mainly Monday through Saturday. I try to do Monday through Friday only just because I'd rather have Saturdays to work on other stuff or if something comes up, I mean, I'm available, but about four to five, four to six. So how long do you work out? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> if I'm on my stuff and I'm on my game, an hour to, thir- an hour, to hour and 30 minutes. If I'm talking to everyone, Two to two and a half hours. Yeah, I know that feeling. Lately, it's rained. It's averaged at two hours every single time, plus posing at the end of the workout or oh, yeah. doing content. If I'm how, doing content, it takes a lot longer. How long does just a like a typical day of posing for you? How long does that take? Um, posing for me takes about fifteen minutes. If I'm because I'm not like I'm not a poser pose. I don't know how to do the like full flow posing. I just do my main poses that I like that I've connected with the most and I record, I get some pictures, I do all that and then I'm done. So it usually takes me 10 to 15 minutes unless I'm filming a video then it takes me 20 minutes because then I'm embarrassed or I'm trying to psych myself up to get into the, the character that I have to portray yeah. for the video so I'm not thinking, okay, people are watching, well they're gonna watch whatever you post so why are you worried about it? Oh, uh, since you brought up posting, I want to talk about your social media journey. Oh, geez. Which part? <laughs> well, the few people that I have told that you are episode number one, they have said, I want to know how you went from just like small to big. Okay. Like, small to big. Like, how did you, how did you know that this was like, okay, I can do something with this if I keep doing Like, what was your... Like, like we said, over the last two years, you have gone from, like, I remember following your page from the very, but like, beginning, and now I even, I even looked it up. You have 64,000 followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It is insane. It is, it is so crazy. Like, when, like, about three years ago, when I started working at one of my, one of the gyms, this was my first experience into the gym. Um, when I started working there, I had this goal that I wanted to be, um, I was wanting, I was on the track to being a trainer. I was going through my NASM certification. I was finishing up college and I was like, I want to be a trainer. Like I want this to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's when I finally started taking my own progress pictures. And I started taking my own stuff and I was like, well, if I'm going to start taking all this, these content, making all this content, why don't I just start recording workouts and posting them? So when I met destiny, she was the reason that my Instagram started and then my TikTok. she was the one that, that one simple push that I needed to start it because I always thought about doing it, but I was always so scared about mm-hmm. it. I was nervous of the backlash that would happen or not being good enough or putting myself out there. That vulnerable feeling, because I don't even do social media as it is. If you look at my personal page, there's nothing about me. Yeah. All it is is about maybe one or two posts of myself with a caption, I'm big on captions, I like to talk and write, yeah. or my girlfriend or my fiance or my parents, like mm-hmm. very rare. I don't, I'm not socially active. Now, whole different story. When I started my Instagram, I at first was only posting my workout videos on my Snapchat stories. I would post the full workout, the video clips of them, um, and just post them on there. I saved them all on Snapchat. Like all my workouts from my first gym, all from, from, from there. So then, because I had all that content already, I was like, well now I can just edit them and then put them into Instagram. And so that's what I did. I created my Instagram, fit underscore, or living underscore fit 63, by the way. Um, and so I just started posting. I figured out the, the technique. The first literal 10 posts are so bad. Like it looks so different from what I use, what I post now. 
um, framing wasn't right, um, the clips were too long, not sure enough, not to the point. The um, thumbnail didn't look good. I didn't know which, what, what grabbed people's attention. And so I didn't know what I was doing. But like I said, the more I got into it, the more trial and error I did, I saw what, I started noticing trends. My leg and back workouts always perform better than my chest workouts. Arm workouts, okay, but anything revolving around those two big muscle groups always did really good. Um, as also like what I'm wearing is an attention grabber. If I'm wearing less clothing, people pay attention. If I'm wearing a short shorts, people pay attention. If I'm wearing my streamer, like what I'm wearing now, people pay attention. It's an attention grabber. So the more I posted that stuff, the more I got traction, the more I experimented more because as I got more and more likes, I followed all my friends. My friends followed me back. Um, this was also around the time where I went and followed people to get follow backs mm -hmm. because I was like, the only way I'm going to get people to follow me is if I follow them first. And some of them, they have to know me or they have to see what I post and be like, I like what he does and I'll yeah. follow him. So I followed a lot of fitness accounts, mainly small ones that would probably follow me back and just people I knew. Anyone that I knew, I was like, I know you, I'm following you. I know you, I've seen you at the gym, I'm following you mm -hmm. because if I have a workout page, they may use it. You never know. And it might be beneficial for them. But after at least six months, I was able to grow up to like 500. Then after a year, about 1,000. And then recently this year, I finally broke 2,000. That one was yeah. hard to break. It, you've got 2,403. Yeah, it, it's, it's insane. I was never have thought that. Like it's yeah. way more than all my personal has ever had. Mm -hmm. Never broken even 900 on my personal. I was like, like wow, like people really like fitness. So like, that's yeah. good too. Yeah. Like, I love that. So yeah. that's kind of where I started at and how I got into it. Like I was just recording videos, getting input from other people, um, working out with other people and recording it and posting it because then they post it, they tag them and stuff and that also helped me get traction. But it's just like, honestly, it just was pushed to do it and I stuck with it. So when did TikTok come into play? TikTok came into play um, sometime last year, um, probably the beginning of the year. Um, I had posted a few TikToks already, but I didn't really commit to it. I was just kind of like, eh, like I'll post a video here and there. Um, Destiny was really big into doing TikTok, so like, I was following her lead and stuff, and we both wanted to be on that journey together. And then when she got more into nursing, then she kind of had to focus more on that. So I focused a lot on TikTok. I'd always get her opinion on captions because she's a caption queen. She's really good with it. Um, or sending her my videos before I post it. What do you think? Do you think it's funny? Do you think it's cool? It's inspiring? What? Do I need any typos? What do I need to change? And uh, really, I posted just whatever because I didn't know what to post. I posted mainly trends or um, small clips of me working out or um, I tried to do the audio stuff which was so hard okay. I think my first one of my first TikToks might have been the no it wasn't that one I'm trying to think if it was the the whole Johnny Depp versus uh, Amber Heard trial the whole oh, yeah. that's hearsay or no your honor they didn't like there was an audio that was going around and so I did that like yeah I hopped on some of the trends but some of them didn't perform well and some did now a lot of times it did get to me I did get annoyed that my videos weren't doing, but I was also like, am I putting in the same amount of effort that would get me views? Am I being authentic enough? Am I being myself? Mm -hmm. Like, or am I portraying something I'm not? And what I realized that I was kind of portraying something that I'm not, I realized I was like, okay, be authentic. If you like it, post it. If you think it's funny, 
some of the videos make me laugh. Yeah. Make me laugh so hard. I'm like, that's going to be good. If it's not, if I make one person laugh, I've made a win. I'm yeah. Like, I don't care if no one likes it. I care if one person has been affected by it. That's all that matters. So I finally started posting more. The one video, the one <laughs> I video. I was going to ask if you are bringing exactly, this up. The one video <laughs> that went off was one that I had planned. I, I planned it out. I was like, because um, my homeboy Gino, I knew him from my first gym. Um, started working out with him now because I felt like I was actually able to, uh, I was able to keep up with him. Mm-hmm. And like, he's a huge he's dude. He's crazy. He's crazy. And he is an insane trainer. And I give all my props to how I train now. A lot of it to him because yeah. I would not be training the way or have grown them as much as I have if it wasn't for him. But um, this was when I was still recording on my workouts. Now I had a tripod. I was actually recording workouts. I had a mic and everything. Like I was taking it a lot more serious because I kept posting more. And I was like, well, if I'm already recording all this stuff, I might as well go ahead and get a mic, work out with people, get their input, get their vocals, have content to post, which I have a lot of content still to go through because I'm lazy and I forget to edit my videos. Um, but that video, um, which is me working out in the hack squat and I'm like getting off and it's him, three of my other friends, all in the background looking at me like, what is this dude doing? He should be doing. Can I just pick back where we Yeah, we're gonna pick back up where. Okay. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It crashed. I didn't do it, I promise. <laughs> it's because I was talking too much. All right, we're picking back up where we left off. You were talking about your TikTok video. Yes, so um, the TikTok video I posted was just my, my homies, they were hounding me about the fact that my weight wasn't more. I wasn't doing more on yeah. the hack squat machine. So it went off. It was like, no. I literally was on my way to a wedding and I had just posted it. I was like, okay, whatever, I'll post it. Cool, we'll see what happens. Didn't think anything of it. As I'm driving up to this wedding, I have my phone up to like for the directions and I keep getting comment on TikTok, comment, comment, comment. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and an hour or two goes by and I finally get on TikTok because I had bad cell service so I couldn't yeah. really load it up. I look on there, I'm at 400,000 likes and like, <laughs> I don't even know how many comments. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just went viral. I was like, what is happening? I'm like, what part of it went viral? What did I do? What, like, what is it that I can yeah. use that I can replicate later? I'm like, I didn't know. And so I'm looking at the video, I'm reading the comments. People are just like, that's the kind of coach I need. Um, he definitely could have done more or um, like, man, that dude's huge. Not talking about yeah. me, I'm talking about Jim. Cause the way he walked up, oh, the yeah. like, you, you would think it's like a Joey Soul moment where someone has to jump in and be like, don't be mean to like that. Yeah. But he was, it was just pure, genuine fun that he walks up all menacingly and everyone loved it. And my reaction to I'm, I am lifting weight. What do you mean? Like yeah. all of it was just perfect. And because of that, I was like, all right, I need to take this serious because I gained like, I don't know, 5,000, 10K followers from that one video. Is that your best producing video? Uh, like to this day? No. No. My, that one capped at um, like three, either two to four million views or plays. Um, it's roughly around 900,000 likes, um, quite a bit of shares and comments. Um, the video that actually outperformed that one 
which I didn't, like I said, when it comes to being, having a viral TikTok, don't ever expect it. Yeah. You can't plan for it. You can't expect it unless you know the algorithm in and out and you know how to edit all this stuff. You have to have it down to the science. Mm-hmm. I did not. The video that went and outperformed every single one of my videos um, was a video of me and my friend working out and I'm pointing at the camera and I'm telling her to, to look at the camera. Oh, yeah. And it's got this um, audio in the background, which I'm guessing the audio is what helped it. Audio is a big thing. The more times I put audios in the background, it does make the video go better because it gets more traction. Yeah. But it was, it, there was no talking. It was simply body language. Just mm-hmm. me pointing and adding captions like, look at the camera. She's like, what camera? It's like, what do you mean? It's like, it's right there. It's like, yeah. No, look, it's right there. Got seven point something million views, um, 900,000 likes. And that video alone got me, I think, 11K followers oh my within a few days. And that's when I finally breached the 50,000 mark. Like, when I, when I tell you January, um, the first month going into the new year, I didn't have that many followers. I maybe had like a thousand or something like that. After my viral video, I went up to 10K. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is, or 5K. And yeah. I was like, awesome. My next goal is 10 to 20K. I did that within a month. Then the next month, I was like, okay, well, what's my next goal? I'm like, 50K. I was like, 50K by the end of the year. Or maybe like in six months. You've already passed it. I already passed it. Two months go by and I pass it. And I'm like, wow. Like, would not have ever expected that. Like, I have people that, like, are regular commenters on it that, um, that always say something like there's a Ula La Swings. There's a, uh, a user that comments a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of their names, but there's, there's a lot. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. I would not have ever expected that. I was just really just doing it for fun. Now I'm like, wow, like I actually have a following and people like my videos and laugh or comments and stuff. And now, like, even if I get hate, I look at that as like a good thing because it's like, if I bother someone, that's their issue. That's mm-hmm. their problem. I can't be someone who's a people pleaser, even though to an extent I do do my content to please the people, but I can't do it for everyone. And I understand that. But I love the fact that there are a select few people that even if one, like I said, if one person likes my thing, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. If I make them laugh, if I bring them out of the depression, if I bring them out of sadness, if I bring them closer to God, whatever it is, if I'm able to make that simple change, I have completed what I wanted to do, and I can be proud of that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what what someone says because it's not. If they don't have my phone number, they. Yeah. What am I going to do about? It? Yeah. Exactly. I do have a question. Yes. Do you have your notifications turned off now on like TikTok because you no. have so many, or like does your phone just constantly? Surprisingly enough, my phone doesn't blow up when it whenever that happens. I will notice like. For some odd reason, TikTok comments and, and likes don't pop up on my notifications on my phone at all. They pop up on my mm-hmm. iPad for some reason, but never really my phone. I'm like, that's just weird to me. I'm like, why am I not getting those notifications? Because what if someone DMs me and I wait and I don't see it until like a week it. later? Yeah. Um, so what ends up happening is that if I get a lot of comments, all of a sudden I know the video did well. Yeah. Or I know I'm getting a lot of engagement because it's actually getting pushed to my phone rather than glitching and not showing up. Yeah. So... If I did have them on around that time, I would have thrown my phone and been like, I don't want this anymore because it would have been, yeah. because it was comment after comment. Like, I'm glad they have it. I'm sure they have it set like that so you don't get flooded with them. Yeah. But I've always wondered. Then, yeah. When it's, you get it's that high. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break and I will be right back. I have to pee.
I was told to hit play because okay. Dio wants to talk. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure what you've already talked about, what you've already shared, but I want to ask you about your social media journey and what was the inspiration of why you actually started as well as what you're planning on doing to take with it. Where are you trying to go with it? Because you uh, have multiple. I, I have a lot of social media pages, probably more than what you think I do. <laughs> Wait, really? Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of them I don't really post on, but um, I have my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really let a whole lot of people onto that anymore because I post pictures of Crosby yeah, and like our trips and stuff, and the world is so crazy right now with all that. Yeah. I have a quilting page. Mm -hmm. I know that one. Uh, I make quilts, and so I haven't updated that one in a while. I still, I'm, like, behind, like, five quilts that need to go into that, but mm -hmm. other things are just taken. Things. More priority. I have a book Instagram to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would make that face. Uh, for books that I have read, it's I haven't utilized it a whole lot. I think there's only a few books, but I do have that one. <laughs> you know how, how great, like, okay, book talk and book Instagram is such a thing. I and know. even reviewing books is so good because it helps people pinpoint what they need to read. But here's the thing. I have my hands in so many buckets. Fair. I have my hands then in get so more hands. Oh, just an octopus? <laughs> yeah, just like, octopus. if I could have arm transplants where I could, like, quilt and read. And, oh, uh, but then... Because of you, I started my fitness mm -hmm. page. Uh, Shelby Fit. Shelby underscore Jim Fit. <laughs> but it, it's kind of something, it's more of like a diary for me mm. now. I'm just like, oh, I like this picture. I'm going to post it. Oh, okay. I like, like, with Group Fit when I wore the leotard, I was like, okay, I have to take a selfie in my leotard for this mm. because who would have thought I would be showing up to the gym in a leotard? Um, it's, it's kind of cool though, to see like people do like see mm -hmm. what I post, but again, you can go back down and it's very cringy for some of the stuff for that I started with. Down. Yeah. I mean, Hey, if you want to scroll and like, I'll take it. But... Just go back I will say the uh, one thing I loved was the handstand video. Those were always one of my favorites. I... I haven't done as many handstands lately because my elbows hurt. Really? My elbows hurt, and I think You're it's because probably. But like, I'm doing heavier lifts and stuff mm. too, and so I can't do them as much. Okay. But uh, there's that page, and then of course, podcast is mm -hmm. now gonna have its own Instagram. And then there's another Instagram page that has my heart. <laughs> But I haven't posted a whole lot on it recently because I've been working on other things. But mm -hmm. it's my kindness through stickers, oh, yeah. Instagram. Uh, that is a whole journey in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's so <laughs> crazy to see like you've done different progressions. Like I remember when you didn't like do the posting of gym stuff or the yeah. sticker thing. And like when you dedicated your own page to the sticker thing, I love the fact that you did that because it was such a cool way to showcase why you give stickers to people, the people that you've given them, their testimonies and stuff. And it's just like, I love whenever I'm in the gym, I think you gave a sticker to one of my clients. I did. I was just, she was like, she gave me a sticker and it made me feel really good. I'm like, that's just, just the most amazing thing ever. She's been working her butt off. Oh, yeah, she has. She looks great. 
I. She sometimes hates me and curses me out for it, but. I've also I've also heard other of your clients say that too. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. The stickers, though, like, I remember when I, like, first brought a pack of stickers in and I was like, I'm just going to hand one sticker out and we'll see how it goes. And then, like, it started gaining traction. I remember I'd be so excited. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I have to tell you what happened with the sticker. Mm -hmm. And the whole stickers itself, like, I can't explain it. It, it. it blows my mind to this day. I can be looking at my bag and I'm like, oh, I think that person needs a sticker today. Mm -hmm. And the way it correlates with their life, it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. I, they, I tell people all the time, they just speak to me. It's yeah, like- you just, you just know, you always know exactly what's yeah. going I look in my bag and it's just like, oh, this person. Like I gave somebody a flower sticker the other day and she was like, this kind of flower was in my wedding bouquet. And I'm like, how crazy out of all the flower stickers I have, I gave her the one that was in her wedding that bouquet. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, like, and when you take my classes, my group fit classes now, like I lay out a bunch of stickers and I, sometimes I take videos of like what I lay out and there'll be times where there's some that say like, never give up or yeah, like, I have that one. yeah. Or there's, I don't know, there'll be some other kind of like motivational and then I'll like go back and record after everybody has picked through them. And mm. it's crazy how many of those get picked up. Like people are fighting silent battles that we have no oh, idea about. And that's kind of why I wanted to start this because we're all on a completely different journey mm. and we're all handed different deck of cards and yeah. It's changed. It honestly, it's changed my life. The mm -hmm. stickers have changed my life, and now people are like, "Oh, it's a sticker girl." <laughs> and imagine like all the people you've met. Like you've made so many different connections oh now gosh. that like you'll walk in, you'll talk to someone brand new. I'm like, how does she know them? Like, yeah, that's not someone I would have expected to start talking to. It's crazy. It's so crazy, and it's crazy to think that before I started the gym, I had like two friends. Mm. I had two friends and like barely any family and now I have I have a family mm. like I you guys are my family it's, oh, it's it. crazy it's so crazy I I'm thankful for you guys thank you like I really wouldn't be the person I am right now hey likewise same here, <laughs> same here. <sighs> anyway let me go dry my tears <laughs> we will be back And technical <laughs> difficulties again. It didn't like me speaking my knowledge. Oh, but I like your knowledge. Thank you. I try. I try read books. I read books. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But to go off what you're asking about where I'm at now, um, I'm just on the journey of just scaling my business, reaching as many people as possible. And in whatever ways that requires of me, I want to just help as many people. I want them to grow closer to God if that's something that they're interested in. That's them. They have to. They have to pursue that, not me. I just want to be at least someone who plants a seed, because that is also which we can get into that yeah, as well. Like that's that been a part of your journey. A huge part of my journey as of lately. Like I 
there are so many things that I've seen, so many things that have happened in my life because of God that have really given me more hope in what I'm doing as well as the direction that I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just trying to scale my business. I want to try to, I want to honestly make connections with people on Insta, on TikTok. I want to do collabs. Like I would fly out just to do a video with somebody because I think it'd be so much fun. There's this one guy who someone comments is like, you should do a collab with me. And I'm like, yes, please. Please do a collab with me. Yeah. You seem fun. You seem on my on my energy level. Let's do it. It'd be so much fun. And even if there's other people that want to do a collab, I would love to just do that because that's so a, much fun. That's an experience. Yeah, it itself. is. It's so dope. Like I actually did have one collaborator. Yeah, I was about to say you had somebody yeah. come in. I had a guy that was I don't know where he lives, but he lived pretty nearby, and he's like, "Hey, bro, um, I, I see you're in San Angelo." Was like. I want to come down there. Like, do you think we could do a club? I'm like, yeah, sure. I still get to post those videos, which I need to. I have to also scrub through them. But like, yeah. it's just so cool to be like, wow, like I made a friend on TikTok mm-hmm. who then came down and worked out with me. I'm like, that is so cool. Never would have thought that would have been a thing. Yeah. Nor would I ever thought I would have been okay with it because it's a stranger and I'm not very privy to just meeting strangers. But it was so much fun. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, be the best trainers I can be and learn a lot as well. I want to be the type of man that can provide for my fiance and my future wife. I want to be able to um, take the load off of her shoulders because she, her job is as tough as it is. And I don't want it to be where she's the only one working. I don't want it to be where she is stressing about finance or anything like that. I want it to be where whatever she needs, I'm there to do it. Mm-hmm. If she needs time off, all right, I, well, I got a job that pays really good or I have my business that takes care of everything for us or other business ventures that allow us to do what we need to do. I want to be so productive and so strong in that aspect that I'm able to be her rock. I don't want to, that's my main motivation for why I do things now is that I want to feel called by God to do these things, but I also feel that he's calling me to be this type of man that is a provider and also a supporter for other people and stuff. And so that's where I'm at right now, as far as where I'm going, scaling my business, getting it to where I'm making a lot of people's lives change. I'm helping them feel confident with themselves and making people laugh with my TikToks, mm-hmm. um, making connections, selling stuff and um, cr- being creative in my own way. And even selling like, I'm not going to tell you what, but selling oh, something. There is something, that, there is something, something. That I'm working on that I'm hoping if I can learn it all. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be out there. But you're gonna tell me when we're like done with this, right? I'll tell you. Okay. You can't tell me. I won't Super tell anybody. Secret. Super secret. Just wait. Just wait. It's coming soon. I hope. Dot but, dot dot. Dot dot dot. <laughs> but that's kind of where I'm at, and that's where I'm hoping to go. Is where I have a full-fledged online business that I can either help hire other trainers that want to do the same thing, or even meet new people, even do new things that I never would have thought. Like I want to get into anime cosplay so bad. Because think, you can you imagine you walking in the gym? I'm already, I'm already kind of doing you, it. Yeah. But imagine walking in the full cosplay doing the lift and people looking at me and be like, what is this guy doing? I'm like, well, I'm lifting and I'm looking cool while doing it. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm a dude, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the direction so I'm kind of going. I do want to ask, would you... <laughs> You have confidence galore now. Like, (laughs) you seem like you do. It's all the front. So are you actually nervous when you do stuff like that? Yes, 100%. I was nervous wearing this outfit into the gym. Even though I've worn parts of it, I'm still nervous wearing it. I get, I'm an introvert at heart, but I'm an extrovert when I'm out. 
in certain situations. Yeah. Like I can, I gain energy from people, but I also need time to, to recharge myself. I'm sure other introverts can understand mm-hmm. and relate to that. But I suffer a lot from self-consciousness, um, insecurity, and like fear of other people's judgment. That is why it was so hard for me to do TikTok because I was afraid of putting myself out there. Yeah. And now like, that's why you see very little talking videos because I'm always nervous about what I'm saying. It's weird it's talking so by hard. myself. Yeah, like it's just, I'm like, I'm literally sitting in the car talking to myself. People are going to watch this later yeah. on repeat. I'm like, great. It's like, yeah. I hope I say all the right things. Yeah. But now like it really stepping out of my comfort zone, it took me a while to really just be like, all right, I, if I want to help people, this is what's going to help people. Me being vulnerable about this, which I could also make a TikTok video about that later. It's like, hey, I hope you all know I'm also vulnerable and I'm like, I'm nervous doing this. Like, don't. But that doesn't mean I'm yeah. stopping. Like, there's a lot of, like, I've done a lot of things that made me nervous. When I did my first PR on deadlift for, like, five or four plates, something like that, I was wearing my All my outfit that's like this, but it was yeah. full. It was tights and a compression shirt. Let me tell you, those tights, if you don't know, I'm caked up. And so it was out there. Yeah. It was out there. And that made me nervous because I'm like, this is so, like, I was getting looks from everyone in the gym and everything. Now, if I were to wear it again, I'd just be like, what? Like, I'd walk around like, well, I'm lifting a lot of weight and I also look cool doing it. Yeah. But that's a confidence change. Yeah, it's a confidence change. But I'm still nervous. I do still get nervous if I feel too many people (laughs) looking at me. I'm like, Thinking, they're thinking things, they're saying things, they're gonna to talk to their kids about this. I'm like, great. And then start pulling chairs around you. Oh, don't do that. That would be me. You just sit there with popcorn watching. I'm like, you go with everyone. That would actually be a fun video. Like, I'm picking on my friends' insecurity by following them around and watching yeah. them work out while I sit in the chair eating popcorn. But I'm gonna, Every lift, I'm just, you're just like, I'm gonna bring people with me. No we're just gonna follow like, guys, we're. You'll start clapping like, stop it! Ten! We give you a ten! <laughs> that is so good. Oh, alright. So going from that, what is your biggest struggle right now? Like, what is, let's say, what is your biggest mental struggle right now? My biggest mental struggle is definitely the confidence in myself to achieve what I'm looking for. I pray so much about my business because there's so many things about running your own business that I don't know about. And I'm, it frightens me because I don't want to get so far. Like, let's say next week I gain 10 clients. That's a lot of income. Yeah. That's a lot of people to, to help. And that's a lot. And it's a lot. Like, am I adequately prepared for that? Can I handle that workload? Can I handle developing 10 different programs? Or even if they all match up the same program, if they make me small adjustments. It's not that hard to do, but I know it's just daunting. It seems like a lot. Yeah. Plus then the taxes side of things, the making sure I budget all my income, making sure I know how to pay myself and I don't end up damaging my business by putting all my money in my personal account and then I'm like, find out, oh, I have taxes I have to pay quarterly for this business in order for it to stay up and running. And I'm like, I don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. So having the confidence within myself to know that I'm capable of learning and doing these things is my biggest struggle because I don't feel that confident with myself. And it's taken a lot and I've had to do a lot of like um, internal work to get past that and a lot of praying has helped me with that because there were times that I was like okay this is really scary and really hard but God gave it to me for a reason he wouldn't have given it to me at that time if he didn't think that I was ready for it he wouldn't have placed it in my life if I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for it I literally had a moment where um, 
I set a goal for myself. By November 1st, I want to have two new online clients. And I kid you not, within a week of that goal, he gave me two new online clients. And I was just like, wow. It's kind of, you manifest. Like, basically. I literally just, I asked and I received. Yeah. And I was like, that is insane. And I was like, so blessed. I literally started crying because I was like, God literally answered my prayer with, with, within a week. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always happen, of course. That's not how it works. But he was like, okay, you're serious about this? I got you. Yeah. Like, I put it out there. This is what I'm struggling with. And he's helping me with that. And that gave me a big confidence boost to be like, I know what I'm doing. I'm yeah. comfortable with this. There are times that I find slip and I get nervous because I, I get overwhelmed. But I just pray. I go, to, I go to God. I'm like, hey, please guide me. Give me peace over mind. Give me creative thinking. Like, don't give it to me, but give me the, the way to do it. Give me the process of learning. Give me opportunities. Give me people to help guide me because I don't want these things to be just, I don't want it to look like I'm only asking you for handouts. I want you to make me a better person. Mm-hmm. Grow me. Use me. Work through me. Do what you need to do to help me get to where I need to be, wherever you want me to be. It's not about me. It's about him. But that all helped me out a lot. Yeah. And it's still something I struggle with. I still feel lack of confidence in programming or um, anything like that because there's so much knowledge out there. And yeah. I feel like it's so hard for me to gain knowledge and retain it that I'm like, I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. because you can look at someone like JPG or um, all the other TikTok influencers who really, really know their stuff. And you don't want to be that guy that puts false information out there that hurts someone because they, they can take it at face value. I have seen people take one little thing that's completely wrong and just run with it because they saw someone cool do it. And I'm like, that's why I try not to do anything super showboaty because you shouldn't do anything super showboaty. Mm-hmm. Do it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my biggest yeah. thing. I think you should lean into your confidence a little more though. Jasmine and I talk about this all the time. You don't talk about it. We do. <laughs> we do. You, we, we both think you have so much, like, you have a ton of potential to do some really, like, you're already doing awesome things, mm-hmm. but, like, I, I think there's potential in there that, like, you don't even realize you have. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of us around us, around you are, like, like, even Weston has mentioned that, like, we, you have so much potential to do some really, really cool Weston things. Weston has been a huge part of it too. I, I cannot so say much. the amount of times that man has made me cry like ball. Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm getting tear eyed right <laughs> now because I remember the moment that he he spoke to me like, um, like every Thursday night like tonight I go to Young Adults and Young Adults has been a huge part of my life because it's, it one brought me and my, my fiance a lot closer in our relationship as individuals mm-hmm. as well as spiritually with God. We would not be where we are. We would not be engaged if it was not for God. 100% believe in that. But Weston has been the biggest impact on my spiritual journey as well as my confidence because he's seen the, where I've been like you have. He's seen where I've been. He knows what I struggle with. And I, I lean on him. I like, hey, will you pray over me because I, I need guidance. And because I've told him all this stuff, he knows what I'm going through. And there was, it was March 31st. It was whenever they did the worship night. And I can, like, I cannot express how amazing that night was. I felt so connected to God. And I felt so amazing that it was just like, it was so, so incredible that during those worship, like he, they, uh, they do this thing where like, they want you to be vulnerable. If you're dealing with something, raise your hand. 
everyone's eyes are closed, all that stuff. What are you struggling with? And in that moment, they were like, if you are struggling with something, raise your hand. I don't can't remember exactly what it was they were talking about, but I raised my hand. And then I felt someone's hands touch me after that. And just feeling their hands on my back, it immediately washed me with, with relief and peace because I was like, it felt like God was touching me. And in that moment, Weston comes up to me and he, he whispers all this stuff about, like, I see you and like, I see you've been working hard and I know you have potential and you, God is, is rooting for you and you need to lean all in. That's my biggest, that's my, like my motto and my mantra right now is lean all in because that's only the one thing that always repeats in my mind whenever I think about, should I do this? Lean all in. Should I go with this? Lean all in. Should I maybe double back? Lean all in. Like it's always brought back to that. And then when um, the baptism on my birthday, August 31st, mm-hmm. was an also a very magical night. And he, like I said, he always knows what to say. And this was whenever I realized that my new, my new goal in life is I want to spread the word of God and bring people to Jesus like I've been brought. Because even though I may not have the biggest spiritual awakening or spiritual journey, I have had a journey that has affected my life in many, many great ways that I want other mm-hmm. people to have that same experience because without that experience, I don't know if I would be where I'm at or I would even have the mindset that I do now. Like, I don't worry as much as I used to. I think, okay, God's going to provide it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to still work for it. But I know that if this is not the direction he wants me to go, he'll, he'll redirect me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that night when I got baptized along with uh, Destiny and a few of other my friends, he... What he had said to me was that my main goal is bringing people to God. And he's like, you brought five people into this, into this church, and now they're all getting baptized. And he's like, you did that. You brought that. God worked through you to make that happen. He used you. And it brought me to tears because I was like, that is, like, I didn't realize just the, the impact that I was able to have. Mm-hmm. And seeing me make new Christian friends and seeing them rekindle their own spiritual awakening was so amazing for me yeah and it was it was it, that whole those two moments were life-changing for me mm-hmm. exactly why i got this tattoo yeah. in the matthew 6 uh 25 through 34 because they mean some things to me they mean so much to me mm-hmm. that i'm like i want that to be shared with other people and so it's just like weston weston's an amazing He's- He's something else. You and Weston are the one, two of the big reasons why I haven't left where we're at right mm-hmm. now. Because I like you guys have guided me through. Like I've come to you multiple times, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, okay, I need advice. I need advice. But like Weston has said things to me too, and I'm like, okay, I didn't know I needed to hear that, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's crazy. It's so crazy. He's on my list of like people that would be a quick text because he's just he's one of my brothers that I I, like. He is my writer. Like if he called me and needed something, I'd be like, okay, what do you need? Family. Like he is family, hundred percent. I'm like, I will. Even if we've only known each other for a short amount of time, it just goes to show like how impactful he's been and just what an amazing. Like I love being around him because it just reminds me like. He's a godly man, and I want to be like that. I want to attain that. I have a desire to be that kind mm-hmm. of person that's got such a zeal for God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't wait to get. Insane. I can't wait to get his story. Oh, his story's gonna be awesome. He has an amazing story. I'm gonna cry. You are gonna he, cry. So we much. worked out together the other day, and he was telling me, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so." Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna take a break, and I'll be back in just a second. Okay, another break. Just save that. That was good. 
All right, and we are live again. We died? Uh, yeah, I think so. So I'm a zombie now? Yeah, we're in phase two. <laughs> oh, we know, Hannah. Protein! Did you say protein? Yeah. <laughs> what? I like protein. If I was a zombie, I'd be a protein zombie. I wouldn't be a brain zombie. What's a protein zombie? It's like a meathead zombie. I want protein. Okay. <laughs> Instead of brains, I'm like, give me protein and creatine. All right, I know what I'm advertising for Halloween now. <laughs> I hope that I'm working on this similar to that. Okay. All right, well, with that funny little blip, we are getting into honesty. Oh, my goodness. This is something that I've been preaching about a lot lately, mainly to myself, is that when I work with my clients, the one thing that I always notice that is a trend is they're never honest with themselves or with me. It is sometimes easier for them to be honest with, my, with me because I'm an outside person. I'm a, I'm a different perspective. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you being honest with yourself? Because I know you're not. And it's the same with myself. I have to tell myself this all the time. I made a post about it recently that if you set out to do something, you need to be honest with yourself. Are you doing the actions that are going to require that are required to get the result that you want? If you want to lose weight, are you eating properly? Are you drinking your water? Are you taking your vitamins? Are you exercising? Are you getting your steps in? Or are you sitting on your ass all the time? Sorry for the language. Um, or being lazy, skipping the gym because it's not convenient for you. Like life isn't about convenience. We like to think that it is. And I, I know that American culture is about convenience. Like, mm -hmm. That's what we're about. But at the end of the day, it's like the people that are on top are the people that are dedicated and put in the work and don't take no bull crap. You know what I mean? And I've had to be honest with myself because I know I'm not putting enough time into the things that I want to do in order to have the future that I'm looking I know that I'm not putting enough time into research and understanding and learning new things that are going to make me a better person, whether it be an entrepreneur or a future husband. I am not doing enough in my fitness career as in learning enough, reading more books, getting through those books. Even if I pick up a book, I stop reading it because it starts getting too overwhelming mm -hmm. or applying what I learn with my clients or with myself. And because of that, I am in some ways doing a disservice to myself because I'm not allowing myself to actually get what it is I'm trying to do. And that's why like, it's so important to be honest with yourself. Don't think of it as you having to beat yourself up. Just be like, hey, you said you wanted to be a singer, but you don't practice singing. You said you want to be a construction worker, but you're not even looking for a construction job. You want to be a good father or a good mother, but you're not taking the time and patience to be with your kid or even treat your significant other with the right respect or even doing something simple as buying them flowers or taking them on a date, taking the load off or even doing the dishes. <laughs> it's going to be something so simple, but everyone's got their own thing. But when you get honest with yourself, you learn a lot more about yourself. You get to be more blunt with yourself and there's a lot more growth that can come from that. Because when you're, when you tell yourself, Hey, you're not really putting in the work like you should be. You're like, wow. I know that I need to start making some changes right now. And then you can be like, okay, now the ideas start flooding in of what I can start doing. I had a, a huge moment oh, a couple weeks back where I was like, I had a wake up call. I'm like, I'm not really where I want to be. And that future seems to get further and further away the more I'm sitting on my butt. And I'm like, I want to do better and I need to do better. 
because I have things that are important. I'm thinking for the future. I'm thinking for my future kids and my future wife that I want to be able to support and take care of them and be a model, a role model for them. Show them that I set out to do something. I'm going to respect myself and do that. Not be like, oh, I'm going to go work out eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in shape eventually. Like, it's so disrespectful to myself to do that. Like, no one else mm-hmm. is going to push me and even if they do that's not then it's no longer me you know what yeah. I mean like there's a quote I saw on TikTok that I love so much is that why would you be willing to do whatever your boss tells you regardless of how ridiculous it is regardless of how you don't agree with it or even how how stupid it is but you're not willing to just sit down and set aside time to do the thing you want to do that you would enjoy, that would be beneficial for you. Like, there's no respect in that. Mm-hmm. You put more respect to your boss than you do yourself. If you don't take care of your mental health, if you don't take care of your physical health, if you don't take care of your family or your or the people around you, and you don't do those things, really, what do you have? Because all of those things can fall apart if they're not maintained. If you don't put in some effort, it's just gonna it's gonna fall through. So. Like, for anyone out there that does struggle with that, like, I've been there, and I know that you can get out of it because I've gotten out of it, and I've gotten better with it. It is a process. It is a, a hill that you have to climb, but imagine how good it feels to be on top of the hill and look back and be like, wow, I went through those many struggles, those many trials and tribulations, and I'm now here? It's like, that's crazy. It's all because I respected myself. What would you – what would the advice-wise, what, what's the first step – to start working on that. Right there. Taking the first step. But what is that? It's going to be different for each person. It's It can be as small as just waking up earlier. It could be as small as just putting reminders. Um, what I've told my clients to do is instead of trying to go all in, like balls to the wall on one thing, just do 10% more each day. It builds up. It's a mm-hmm. snowball effect. If you, um, let's say you have a hard time... Um, getting your meals in and taking your vitamins and getting your water. Okay. Those, those are three things. And people are going to be like, well, now I need to die. I need to go completely change out all the food that I have in my, in my cabinet and then get new food and then start a diet tomorrow meal prep. I'm like, no, that's setting yourself up for sabotage because you're going to, you're setting yourself on a, such a high standard, but you're not there yet, even a slightly. So what I recommend is that if let's use this example with the water and the food every morning, Make it a habit of drinking one bottle of water every day. That's your first start. Okay. You've built up the discipline to be like, nope, I'm going to first grab water instead of grab my phone. And then after that, you add your vitamins. You've already built up the habit of drinking water. Now it's just second nature. First thing I do when I get out of bed is I roll out of bed, put my contacts in. That's my wake up routine. Cause, and then I get my protein shake. That's my routine. I'm glad you're going into that. Cause my next question was, what does your routine look like? Uh, it's, 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 it's somewhat very con- continuous. It's always the same thing, yeah. but there are some differences. So like uh, building on my habits, what I first started doing was I wanted to get spend more time with God and spend more time on my business. So what I did was, well, in the morning, I have about an hour and a half before I go to work out because I work out at 5 a.m. pretty much every Pause. day. You are the one person that, like me, wakes up early. What time do you wake up in the morning? I wake up at 3.30 every day. See, people think I'm crazy because I wake up at 4.30. 
That's the, like to me. That's sleeping in. Yeah, that, that's wild. Like, that's, that's wild for me. Time. I love my four thirty. Yeah. People are like four thirty. Yeah, three thirty is not easy. And yeah. they're like lately, I've been waking up at three forty-five, like sleeping in the extra fifteen minutes. But I, I built up that habit because of more, what I did for work. I opened the gym, so I would always wake up at that time to get ready. But I'm an early bird. I like to be early. I don't like to leave too much time for something bad to happen. So I would wake up at 3.30 every morning. My first thing is that I roll out of bed. I immediately think, okay, what am I going to do today? And then I start making my way to get my contacts in. That's me waking up. If I need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. But typically I don't. I just go straight and grab my protein shake, grab some of my vitamins, down it. Then I start my day. So then I start reading through the Bible app. I go through the devotionals or I'll read through the actual Bible or listen to a podcast on scripture. Have you, in this part of your day, have you picked up your phone at all? Um, for the Bible app, yes, I picked up my phone. And I do notice that whenever I do pick up my phone first, my day is a little bit weirder. I'm not as motivated to do things because I'm, I start my day being lazy. So then the rest of my day is lazy. Or I'm like, oh, I could just get on TikTok and watch videos. But I'm like, no, I don't need to do that. So if I don't pick up my phone, I read straight through the Bible or listen to a podcast, I'm way more productive throughout the day than I would be. Um, otherwise, I kind of slack off. Mm -hmm. So I do that and uh, I built up where I, I read the Bible every morning. I read through scripture. I do my Bible study. And then I look over what I need to do for the day or for the week. I will look up what content I need to post. Um, I edit some videos or I'll figure out what I'm going to do for my workout or just figure out what stuff can I look into. And then if I get in the groove, if I start doing a lot of work in the morning, the rest of my day when I come back, I'm in go mode. I'm done mm -hmm. with work. I'm ready for the rest of my work. Mm -hmm. And it's helped. It's, it's helped having a routine because if you don't, then you're kind of just chaotic and you don't really have anything mm -hmm. set in stone. That's why like, I'm trying to switch it over to where on specific days I do laundry. So that way I'm not giving myself mundane tasks that get into the way of the priority tasks. Mm -hmm. Cause that's also a thing. If you have like, when I get home, I look at my room and I'm like, it's kind of messy. I should clean it up to be more productive. I'm like, I don't need to clean anything. I just need to sit down and do my work. The mess is still going to be, be there and it's just going to come back later. Focus on what's important right now and then worry about the mess later. The mess is not going to stop me. Mm -hmm. It's not going to affect my business. It's not going to affect the content I post. The only thing it's going to affect is that I'm going to put more time towards that than I am the actual business. Mm -hmm. So it's all about your priorities. Yeah. And that's why I say building a habit and a routine system is what's important. When I did 75 hard, that sucked because I had to work out twice a day. I had to get creative. I had to work outside for 45 minutes and work inside for 45 minutes. The 45 minutes inside of it was already covered. Every morning at 5 a.m., I was already working out. Yeah. So then I switched it to where every at 3.30, I'd wake up 3 45 and start working out outside and do a bodyweight workout. And I would just do it in the middle. It's dark, it's scary, it's freaky, and I hated it. How many people called you crazy for doing that? Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was insane. But I'm like, that's just what it takes yeah. in order to do what you have to do. Because when I'm up in the morning early, I'm so more productive. Like, I could get more and more stuff too. done. I could read a book so quick. Like, if I just focus all my time in the morning and worked out after, I'd be fine. Mm -hmm. I'd be set. Like, I honestly probably should start doing that. Because if I get all my main stuff in the, done in the morning, the afternoon can be more relaxed. I can do a few hours, maybe one hour of work, and then just chill. Mm -hmm. Because I did the main priority work. I took care of it and attacked it in the morning. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, if you build a habit, you get on board with it, you stick with it, and you just let it be consistent, you'll be surprised at the next thing that comes up. You start folding your laundry on Sundays every single week that you've now respected your wishes and respected your boundaries that you set with yourself. And then 
Mondays is production day. You focus on making phone calls or um, researching topics or whatever. And then Tuesday, just, just figure out what you got to do next. Mm-hmm. Just add on stuff. And then just be consistent. Put two hours a day of hard, core, deep work. You'll be amazed at how much more production you get done. Don't allow distractions. Put your phone in Do Not Disturb. Go into a different environment. Um, don't get into bed. Don't even pick up anything that you would normally do that would distract you. Just focus. Mm-hmm. Set a timer. I have a little desk timer that's like a little clock. Helps out so much. My ADHD kicks in and I'm like, all right, there's a timer. That's how much time I have left until I can relax. So then I focus on my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get stuff done in 30 minutes, which would have taken three hours if I had a TV going. It blows my mind that you're 25. Mm-hmm. It is insane. It, because, like, I I do talk about you all the time. Like, mm-hmm. Bree up in Colorado, I'm like, dude, do you, like, he gave me this advice, and it's like, Shh. like, it's crazy that you're 25 and you have that kind of mentality. It, it was not where I was always at. When yeah. I turned 22 is when I started getting a little bit more mature. And when people ask me about, like, I'm very goofy. That's my personality. Yeah. That's who I am. But you sit me down and talk about something serious, you're going to get a whole different So You're going to be like, that's not the same Christian I know or do. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like I get that side of you a lot because I'm like, I just want to know. <laughs> I love when people do it because it's a side of me that I don't get to talk yeah. about. And like, even when I make content, I don't know how to express that because like, it's hard to talk about stuff that's not prompted. I sometimes need that little bit of info or context to be able to riff like I would not be so passionate enough to get so deep into it where I'm not like normally I stutter I'm not stuttering right now (laughs) when I'm doing my own videos I stutter over my words I'm like that doesn't make sense I need to redo that but now it's like I all I know what I'm saying and I know what I'm what what I see there it is I'm stuttering I know what I'm saying is true and I know that this is what I believe so it's so much easier for me to just vent it and say it because I believe in this and like even though the advice I give I don't always take myself I know that's that a hard in, one. yeah, it's a hard one. But I know that a lot of times the people that I give it to are the ones that really need it the most. I might need it, but they need it way more than I do. Mm-hmm. I should live that out and follow it. But I know this person really, really needs it to get out of that rut. Like it's yeah. it's really like sometimes priority. If they're really dealing with something, they need it way more than I do. Do you journal? Uh, sometimes I used to journal a lot um, when I was dealing with my mental health. I was in a bit of a rut, which will be. For another episode, yeah, um, because it is an interesting story. It is a, it, it does tie back into why I'm so um, grateful for God for everything that I've gone through and been through. Because he's, you, you have no idea like the stuff that I went through before. It's not like super traumatic, but for me it was because yeah. I'm passionate about it. But I used to journal a lot, and I do mental journals. I do uh, iPhone journals, notes voice recordings and stuff like I have voice recordings of me crying because I just was venting and I needed to get it off my chest that was one of my coping mechanisms to just get it out because if I put it to pen and paper it's away from me it's no longer a part of me it's on paper now if it's on video or audio recording it's no longer me it's yeah, out there it's just like, off or if I vent it to someone and write it in text same thing but I used to journal I do on occasions I do yeah. on occasions I just feel like with your mentality, it's probably something that you do. I started doing it more now with the Bible app where I, I write prayers. So, like, I, I pray, I write out my prayer for God for what it is I'm dealing with in that season. And I tell him, even though he knows, it's not about him knowing. It's about it's like you, you, you getting expressing it, out. it to yeah. him. You have to go to him and be like, hey, I'm dealing with this. You have to be honest with him. 
because when you're honest with him, he, he pulls through. You have to be honest with you yourself gotta, for yeah. it. And that too is like, if you're not honest with yourself, you're never going to realize what it is you're doing. And God is like your best friend. You can literally tell him everything and he's not going to look at you any different. He's going to be like, I still love you regardless. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think that like the fact that he's still there listening to you and paying attention and knows your future, your past and your present shows how much he cares about you. He wouldn't have put his son on the cross and suffered what he suffered through. If you've not seen the passion of the Christ, you need to. It's going to make you mad and it's going to make you cry. Mm-hmm. At least it made me extremely mad because I was like, there, I cannot fathom someone ever being put through that kind of torment. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And I'm like, that's why also, if someone gives me hate, I'm like, what you've done is nothing compared yeah. to what he has suffered through. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. you can badmouth me all you want, but he did, got worse. It's it feels nice to get to that point in life where it's like I really don't care what others. It it is it is a good feeling. It is a good feeling. And like when I get hate comments, I kind of laugh and I'm like, like you really took time out of your day to be hateful. Yeah. Like that's I'm sorry. Like I pray over them. I'm like I'm sorry that that's your first inclination. Yeah. Okay. If you don't vibe with what I do, that's fine. But being hateful, it's like what does that do for you? Mm -hmm. That doesn't give you any kind of power. That just makes you look kind of silly it makes yeah. you kind of look bad and I'm like I'm sorry about that like yeah. I wish that's not I wish that wasn't the case for people not to say that I've not been hateful myself I do oh, want yeah. to preface we've that all. <laughs> I've done that myself I've we've we've all done it yeah. to, to an extent it's but it's all because of the deck of cards mm, the yeah. deck of cards that you're given like who knows what that person is going exactly to and that's why it's also important to like look at it with a grain of salt like yes they're lashing out but why what is yeah. it that they have such a big deal about it? What have they struggled with? People that don't like Christianity, it's like, okay, what have they, what have, they've clearly never, they feel like God has betrayed them in some way, more than likely. They've dealt with something that was traumatic and they felt that God for, for uh, abandoned them, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, you have to, you have to dig deep into figure out why they feel the way they feel because you never know. Yeah. All right, you guys, we are going to hop into rapid fire questions. Wait, I have a question. What? Why do we keep hopping? Why can't we jump? Why can't we sprint into things? Why can't okay. we run into something? I just, I'm just curious. Well, I mean, you could make these sprint. Okay. Could be fast questions. Right. Not related to rapid fire. Are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what if, wait, so it's like first thing that comes to mind? First thing that comes okay. to mind. How much protein do you eat a day? Not enough. Like 180 or 150. How much do you weigh? I weigh 210. Aren't you supposed to eat body weight? Uh, depends. That's another topic. Okay, for, another topic for another, for another day. day. Do you take pre-workout? No, not anymore. Favorite lift or exercise? Deadlifts. Least favorite lift or exercise? Burpees. <laughs> favorite muscle? Back. Any muscle in particular? Um, my lats and my quads. What is something you eat every single day? <laughs> uh, peanut butter toast. Peanut butter toast. Breakfast? Yes. Yeah. Lunch and dinner. <laughs> I'll eat it whenever. Oh. What is something you do intentionally every day? Which you kind of talked about. What do I do intentionally every day? What is like? What is something you do like straight up intentionally every single day? Work out. Make content. Um, pray. Talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you read or listen to audiobooks? Yes, what? almost all the time. So what are you currently in? I'm listening to the four-hour work week on Audible, and I'm reading the Bible, but I'm also reading a book called Girl, Get Over Your Damn Self that's about female entrepreneurship. All right. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> what is your favorite song right now? Uh, um, ooh. Alter. It's a Christian rap song. I love it so much. It is so good. Who's it by? I don't remember the name. I just remember. I just know the song by heart. We'll link that. Yeah, we'll link <laughs> it. What is a moment you're proud of? Um, when I proposed to my 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 girlfriend, that was by far the most proudest moment. Of, or that and getting baptized on my birthday with her. Both pretty recent. Yeah, both both amazing. All right, this is a good question. Uh-huh. If you had your own gym, what is your number one must-have? Oh, We're building our dream gym right here. It, number one must-have, it has to be community-driven. I don't want no one in there. Ju- obviously, I don't want no one judging, but I want people to be in there to help support each other. And I want it to be where people can make content, people can come and grow and do what they need to do. But I want it to be where if I walk into the gym, I know that I can. there's someone in there that's going to spot me or someone that's going to work out mm-hmm. with me or teach me something. I don't want it to be where I go into a gym and everyone's doing their own thing. Like, it's yeah. fine if they do, but I would like to at least feel as if the people are welcoming so more people go there and have fun because the gym is a safe place to have fun. So good. So good. That's a good one. Plus a deadlift platform for everyone to watch. Okay. For like PRs. raised yeah, up? For PRs. Like high up? That would be very cool. And a monkey bar gym. Oh, yeah. You know I'm down for that one. <laughs> Calisthenics section. Ooh, would be so good. Maybe in five years. Foam pit. Oh, don't even get me started on that. You know, for one of my must-haves, I wanted, like, mirrors with lights behind it. So it's, like, aesthetically pleasing. Yes. It has to be aesthetic. It has to to be. Every room has to have a way you can take good pictures. A pink room. Yes. Oh. That'd be so cool. All right. Last question. Yes. Somebody that you would give honorable mention to. Honorable mention. Meaning is what? It just, it could be anything. Anybody that you would give honorable mention to for anything that they have done. Okay. I have one. Okay. Can I, can it be long-winded? Go ahead. Okay. It's an honorable mention. Through my TikTok, there was a kid named, I'll keep him anonymous, but his account is called Swolex. And he is young. He's 15, 16. He's in high school. He has his own shirt brand. He is an upcoming um, shirt designer who he is designed. I love his designs. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that has a line with a cross on the eye. And I love that one so much and I want to buy it so bad. But when I tell you that I have never seen someone so young, so far ahead in life already, or at least so ambitious, like he has it. And he is such an inspiration to me because he's given me shirts. Like even though he was willing to give them for free, I'm like, no, you are running a business. I'm buying your shirts. Mm-hmm. And you should see the people he is connected with. He's connected with so many different influencers that have like hundreds of thousands of followers, big guys, mm-hmm. women too. And I'm like so amazed by the community he built because like I would would love to tell more about his story, but I'm not going to go too much into it. But he has been a huge inspiration to me and he is an amazing kid and he's just like, like he is on it. And I 
love like I just love this kid because I want to see him go up. I want to mm-hmm. see him prosper. I want to see him be blessed, and I want to see him grow more because he has something going. Like mm-hmm. he's the reason why I want to work on something that I've been wanting to work on, which is kind of a teaser. Yeah. Here, but it's why. <laughs> but like he's the reason why like I push myself more because if this fifteen year old kid can get this far doing all he's doing with little resources, unable to get all he wants because of his age. Like, I have more access to things because I'm an adult. I have money. I can go out and do things and earn yeah. money. And he doesn't have that access. He has to do what he's doing now to earn it. He's earning his own money and earning his way in life. And I'm like, that is such an inspiration. And I just love it. Like, I love that kid so much. He's such a badass. That's a good honorable mention. It really is. It's like, a very I'm, good like, one. I've been wanting to highlight this kid for so long. And figure out the right way to express it in a TikTok video. And that kind of gave me an idea of how I can do it. Because I'm telling this kid. It's like he, he he's setting the standard of how that any kid can do whatever they want to do. If they want to set their mind on starting a business, they can do it. Yeah. And it will be a hard and challenging start. But guess what? Whenever they make it happen, oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's so freaking good. Check out Swirlux on TikTok and Instagram for shirts and designs. Shout out to my boy. We'll put that link in the description too. And down in the description. <laughs> All right, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me in the gym always, of course. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, it's livin l i v e n underscore fit sixty three. Um, if you want to find me on TikTok, it's just livin fit l i v e n f i t no space or dashes or anything like that. If you want to follow my personal account, you can find it through my fitness account. And if for friends, if I know you in person, I'll follow you back. But otherwise, I'm not going to because it's just, it's just my personal account. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that wraps it up. You can also find him here on more episodes coming soon. That's right. Be prepared to listen to my voice and other voice acting that I do. We, awesome. we are working on other things as well. So, again, stay tuned. And have a beautiful day. 